0: The Heidi Hair Show podcast. I do these a couple times a month. You can also find me Sunday nights live in St. Louis doing the Heidi Hair Show on the radio, 97.1 FM Talk in St. Louis. I'll put all the information about all my socials and everything in the description. Wanted to do a quick podcast today about a topic that has gotten a lot of attention over the last week or so in the Christian world. And it involves a pastor by the name of Alistair Begg. Now, I can tell you, I don't know him personally, I've never been to his church. But I consider him to be one of the best Bible teachers in America. I have listened to many, many of his lessons. I mean, he's a brilliant man. He's from Scotland originally, very well read. His doctrine is solid. I have nothing but admiration for him. And I am not a Bible teacher. I'm not a theologian, anything like that. Uh, And he's just brilliant. But recently, actually, it was a couple of months ago that he did a podcast talking about a new book he's got out called The Jesus Manifesto, okay, The Christian Manifesto. So he did this book, uh, and he did an interview with the guy who normally does the voiceovers for his podcast and whatnot, okay? So they were talking about just a lot of things, obviously. But toward the end of the interview, uh, the topic came up about whether or not to attend a a gay wedding or a transgender wedding and he said that he had recently had a grandmother and I went back and listened to this so I made sure I didn't take it out of context I don't want to use the audio because I'm not sure I have the right to it's hard to find the interview but he talked about the fact that you know there are tough questions that people ask and he said he had a grandmother come to him and she had a transgender grandson or somebody having a wedding don't know what parts anybody had don't care but they were planning a wedding and he advised the grandmother to not only go to the wedding, but to bring a gift. Now he can say whatever he wants to, you know, we're allowed to do this in America. There's been a huge dust up as a result of this. And here's what I will give you from my perspective as once again, not a theologian, but as a Christian and a person who respects Alistair Begg tremendously. I don't revere any pastor or any celebrity or anybody like that. I, I never have, but I certainly appreciate what they have to say. Now, I did write a book a couple of years ago called Don't Pat Me on the Head. You can get it on Amazon. It's got a lot of stuff about radio, behind the scenes. And and one of the things that I put, in, I have a whole chapter on this, that you can learn from anybody. I don't care if you have in this particular context, what I had is a, a boss who I believe was mentally ill. And even so, I learned things from him. So you can have a coach who's crazy, but you can still learn how to be a better linebacker from that coach, right? You can have a boss who's a a crazy executive, but you can still learn how to do media better because, you know, she has some certain points to make, right? So point being, you can always learn from somebody. Nobody's perfect. Everything you've ever learned in your life, you've learned from a sinner. Everything from your parents, bosses, college, Whatever, everything you've learned from a sinner, a flawed person, because we all are. So that being said, my response to Alistair Begg would be this, or anybody who says this, So oh, I should go to a gay wedding because I you know, want to show love. And that's what he was basically saying. We want to prove that we're not the unloving, intolerant people they try to portray us as. I understand that. I get his point completely. But the difference is when you go to a wedding, it's not like saying I'm not going to have you over for dinner. I'm going to shun you from all family events. Nobody's advocating that. Certainly not me. Uh, But I think that at the very least, and by the way, one of the people I was closest to at my last radio job was a gay guy. Okay, we just were buds. We got along great. What he does sexually, none of my business. And that's between him and God, like anything else in life, right? So... I don't dislike gay people, but I wouldn't go to a gay wedding because the Bible doesn't go along with that. I wouldn't go to a wedding of two people who I thought were unequally yoked. And the Bible talks about unequally yoked. And what that means is people who are not spiritually on the same page. One's a believer. One's not a believer. The Bible says you shouldn't marry somebody like that. And so I wouldn't go to that wedding. I also wouldn't go if if I knew. Sometimes you don't know the truth, right? Right. If I knew that for sure, I, because I know that's probably, it's not what God wants and it's going to be a failure. I also wouldn't go to the wedding of, for example, say there was a couple, straight couple who had been adulterers and then decided to get married, you know, broke up a couple of marriages. So now they're getting married. I would not attend that wedding. Now here's why it's not that I would never speak to them again. Although I probably would just kind of remove them from my life because that's pretty bad. But I would not go because when you go to a wedding, this is not like, once again, not like having dinner with somebody or anything else. When you go to a wedding, you are celebrating the union. You are supporting the union of two people. And when they turn around and they say, ladies and gentlemen, Mr. And Mr. So-and-so, or Mrs. And Mrs. So-and-so, or whatever the situation may be, whatever body parts they have left, you're, if you're applauding, you're cheering on something that God wouldn't want. I mean, would Jesus go to a gay wedding? I don't think so. Would Jesus condemn them? Don't know that he'd necessarily show up and condemn anybody, but he most certainly would not be on board with this. There are very clear, distinct sexual lines in the Bible. Now, before you get self-righteous, Because you're not gay. I hate when people say that. Well, at least I'm not gay. Well, there's a lot of stuff in the Bible that you shouldn't be doing. There are a lot of things about gossip, for example. A lot of people gossip. A lot of judging. Things like that. You may think, I'm judging. I'm not judging. I'm talking about what the Bible says. I'm not judging the people and saying they're worse than I am or this is a sin that's terrible or so. I'm not saying that. But I wouldn't go to the wedding to celebrate a union that goes against God. So I disagree with Alistair Begg on this. But once again, this man is an amazing Bible teacher. He's done a tremendous thing leading his church. And and by the way, he's not going soft on what the Bible says about homosexual relationships. He's not going soft on that. But I think what he's missing is the idea that we're supposed to give in to prove love. And I think there's a difference. For example, let's say you're a parent. And your child is doing something, and they all do, something you don't agree with. I've seen parents do two things. I've seen parents cave and say to their kid, oh, well, or tell other people, oh, well, it's okay because it's their child and they don't ever want to admit their kids in error. I've seen people do that. They go along with anything their kid wants. They like their posts on social media that are completely contrary to God, and this is what they do. And I know these people personally. And I know other people who said to their kid, look, I love you no matter what, but I'm not cool with this. Like for example, if their kid has a child out of wedlock, and I know people who've dealt with that too, they love the child still, they love the grandchild still, but they wish they'd gotten married first and they let their kid know that, come on, really? But I still love you, I will not punish the grandchild. So, but you don't have to approve everything anybody does to prove that you're loving, Jesus didn't. Jesus called out sin all over the place when he saw it. And he didn't tell the woman at the well, or the woman who was caught in adultery, he didn't tell the woman caught in adultery, well, after, you know, nobody would kill her because nobody there, all the people who were holding rocks in their hands had all sinned themselves and they walked away. He didn't say to her, hey, babe, go on, do whatever you want to do, whatever makes you happy. He didn't. He said, go on and don't sin anymore. That's what he told her. So Jesus called out sin without judgment. He was calling out sin. He called, you know, the the Pharisees, he called them all kinds of things, vipers, broods of vipers and things like that. What's he going to do back off and say, oh, I'm sorry, your feelings were hurt. I don't want to call you out. He called out hypocrites far more than he did sinners during his ministry, which once again, talking about strictly what Jesus said. And then the Bible talks in many places about sexuality and things like that. But the point is, there's a way to love people without going along with everything they do. It's not loving to support a union that goes against God. So I disagree with Alistair Begg on this, even though I have tremendous respect for him. Would I still go to his church if I was there? I don't know. I don't know because I, I have so much respect for him and he's taught so many great things over the years. I hope this doesn't destroy his ministry, but I do think this is a bad piece of advice. Now, I have seen that he's not repented from this. He's not backed down from his point of view. And I just see it differently. I just see anytime you are going to a wedding, everybody at that wedding is supposed to support your union and support you if there's a marital problem or whatever. That's the idea in a wedding. They talk about this usually in the vows, right? Pastor should talk about this in the vows or whoever the officiant is. So I just think it's bad advice, but I still think he's an amazing Bible teacher. And whether people continue to go to his church, that's a decision that they can make. But I, once again, will tell you that everything you've ever learned in your life, you've learned from a flawed human being. So let's not forget that. We are all flawed. So I just wanted to get that out there because it has been kind of a controversy this last week. And maybe you don't know who Alistair Begg is. He has a podcast called Truth for Life. I highly recommend it. I mean, he's a brilliant man. So, you know, I'm not turning my back on him, but I'm a little upset about this. But, you know, hey, listen, we all screw up. (laughs) Lord Lord knows I have plenty of times. All right. All right. Catch me on Sunday nights live, ninety-seven one FM talk in St. Louis, uh, five to seven PM Pacific, seven to nine Central. I'm going to put all the information in the description of this podcast. You can find me, Heidi Harris Show, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and check out my Rumble videos at Heidi Harris Show. Until we meet again, remember God's in charge. Don't panic. It's okay to get disgusted. I do once in a while, but don't get despondent. Don't give up. God still got it. Here's Tony Scottwell.